everybody, and welcome back to Cupcheck Sports. I am Nathan, and I'm here with just Justin today. Noah won't be joining us. Uh, he is busy, so we're going to jump right into it as soon as Justin's all set here because we got a lot of news to cover, um, a lot of stuff happened in the NFL. It's the uh, basically the last week. To This will be coming up on week 16 for a lot of teams. So, Justin, did you watch any sports? I did. I watched uh, pretty much all the games. I watched the Red Zone channel, so I caught all the games, and then I watched the Packer game because nice. I had people over. So, yeah. Yeah, you must have done pretty well in your fantasy team with uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, definitely. I uh, Because of him, I'm going to the championship, so that's always nice. It'll be my first time even being in the championship. Nice. Good old Tay. He's uh, still the number one receiver in football right now, I believe. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when you have Aaron Rodgers throwing to you, it's hard not to be. That is also true. Yeah, so I guess we'll uh, jump right into a few of the news things and we can kind of talk about everything. So the biggest thing from this week, obviously, was Dwayne Haskins cut from the Washington football team after only two seasons in the NFL. Yeah, I definitely thought that was uh, pretty funny. I remember when uh, he was drafted, he basically said that the league messed up by not drafting him higher and taking Daniel Jones at number, what was he, six or eight or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it turns out the Redskins messed up by drafting him at 15. Yeah, probably probably should have been more like a a third or fourth round quarterback, uh, I I would say. But yeah, his exact quote back then was, the league done messed up, and I, I, I think the league was was correct uh washington messed up like you said they definitely did they for sure did because he had like like for one he wasn't a very good quarterback and two he had a lot a lot of uh a lot of off the field issues too yep like uh i know he broke uh broke covid protocol he was at like a strip club or something not wearing a mask yep it'll be interesting because i'm not sure i know that kyle allen who they were originally going to be having their at quarterback or whatever got hurt early in the season and then obviously alex smith is hurt so now they're going with taylor heineke as their starter but i don't know if one of those other two guys is back and ready to be the backup or what's going on because you would think if either of those guys were ready to play they would start so who are they going to use as a backup quarterback this next week because they're fighting for a playoff spot i'm pretty sure yeah yeah i think they still are kind of in the running but i think that they need a few things to happen to actually make it so we'll see we'll see what happens well regardless they need a win because if they lose then they're definitely going to be out so you would think one of those other quarterbacks would be you know called upon to start if they could play but who knows yeah guess we'll guess we'll have to see i mean we've we've already seen this season a team play with basically no quarterback uh, who was that that uh that uh had to call up the practice squad guy uh that was the broncos and he was like the practice squad receiver yeah yeah it's yeah been, yeah i do remember that it's been a crazy season like i i don't think i've ever seen this many quarterbacks benched or cut in one season or this many like coaches and GMs get fired and rehired in one season. I, it's just been complete insanity. Yep. Um, so the other, uh, some more bigger news, uh, kind of interesting. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Carolina Panthers offensive tackle is going to be the first player to be paid in Bitcoin. 
I did see that. I read that today. Um, I thought that was very interesting. I I like it, and I also kind of don't at the same time because if more and more people get paid in Bitcoin, I feel like that would kind of dilute the entire Bitcoin system. But then again, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. But then I would I would think it would probably just lose value if more and more people had access to it, right? Yeah, I don't really know how Bitcoin works. Um, I usually just stick to using real person money, but yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's I mean, I I bought like ten dollars worth of Bitcoin on Robinhood, <laughs> and so which is like one one millionth of a total Bitcoin, probably. But you know, uh, I just think it's so funny that uh, uh, Noah sold used to he used to get paid in Bitcoin back when he used to do like modded lobbies for uh, Call of Duty model, mm-hmm. and he did the math on what he would have made if he would have kept all his Bitcoin and sold it uh, way back when everybody was selling theirs at the peak, he would have made like $60,000, I think. Yeah, I mean, probably. If he, right now, I think Bitcoin's at $27,000 or something like that. So even if he had, you know, one Bitcoin, he would have $27,000 worth. So if he had more than one, that's just crazy. I think he had, uh, I think he had, like almost exactly one or just shy of one exact Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. He always got paid in little parcels, but he traded them for cash right away because, or for like actual money right away because he didn't obviously think like, oh, this is going to be huge in the future. So he could have uh, right. could have sold that and like bought a car, just straight up bought a car with it. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, that is pretty pretty nuts. But yeah, um, this offensive tackle—I don't, I don't remember his name because he's not like a huge name. Half of his half of his contract—it's going to be thirteen million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I mean, of at that point too, I would be worried if I was him. You're, you're banking on it continuing to go up or at least holding value because I mean, say you got thirteen million dollars worth of Bitcoin and the price just plummets down from say 27,000 like it is today to you know even 10,000 that's that's a pretty big loss on 13 million dollars worth yeah yeah i wouldn't uh, I, w- I wouldn't trust the market the bitcoin market seems to be very volatile it goes way way up and then way way down yep it was a uh, russell Okung. oh yeah yeah i have heard that name before yeah he's not yeah, i mean he's not like a, a household name or anything but you know he's he is a starter in the nfl so he's still moderately famous um yep. Another uh, big thing that happened this last week was Cam Newton got benched, straight up benched in the Patriots game. And Belichick came out and said that it wasn't like saying about Cam Newton that it wasn't his fault. No, I, I mean, I think that could just all be smoke screens. Um, I think a big problem for the Patriots is just the thing that's been what they've been lacking for years, and that's other people besides Tom Brady. I mean, the one season that Tom Brady had a competent receiver in Randy Moss, he put up like Randy Moss put up the like best receiving yards he's ever had and the best touchdowns he's ever had. So I don't know. I, I think it's also to do with like Bill Belichick's arrogance and the fact that he's like, oh, I can just run my system with these basically worthless players and we're going to win. And I think that's coming back to bite him this year. Yeah, I think uh, I think he thought his system was just a plug and play. Uh, kind of system that he could have yeah like you said anybody in there but while Tom Brady is not crazy athletic or a or a stupendous quarterback he's at least a competent quarterback and he he fit that scheme perfectly he's a scheme fit quarterback 
and he just fits so perfectly that he he would forever be known as the goat now so yeah when you change that out and you put in cam newton who's primarily a running quarterback or more of a mobile quarterback that doesn't really fit in in, uh, the belichick scheme nope it's just crazy to see how like different the nfl is across teams i mean like some teams it's all about coaching and the system and they get the right guys for that system and it works out and then other teams are just based on talent you get a talented quarterback talented pieces around him talented defensive people and it's all just based on talent because i mean you can have a really talented quarterback like cam newton not succeed in new england because he doesn't fit that system and you could have a really not so good quarterback like tom brady succeed very well in the perfect system for him exactly i think i think it's kind of uh the league is kind of changing over to where they're using a lot more scheme fit quarterbacks like the day and age of the quarterback who can do everything outside of like a couple of teams is kind of starting to go away like outside of you know like Aaron Rodgers is kind of one of the last people and even he's he's lost a step as far as his mobility so he's becoming more of a pocket quarterback now uh he you know he used to be able to roll out a lot but he can't quite do it as much as he used to but then outside of um I don't know who would you say is kind of still the do-it-all quarterback that's in the younger generation like Pat Mahomes yeah he's definitely more more mobile um I mean, at some point this season, Daniel Jones was the uh, Giants' leading rusher, which obviously if Saquon Barkley hadn't torn his ACL or whatever he did, that wouldn't be the case. But, I mean, I guess he's kind of regarded as a runner as well. Um, But I think, I don't know, if most guys that come out of college who did have a lot of mobility and everything, usually the first couple seasons, I feel like the – the coaching staff and everything kind of gives them a longer leash. And if they want to take off and try and score some touchdowns, they will. But as you get further along in your career, they obviously don't want you taking a lot of hits. So I feel like they might kind of put a stop to that after a few seasons, but I could be wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, just playing quarterback in the NFL, you, you only have so many hits you're going to take before you're going to get injured and you could have a career ending injury. It's, it's happened to a lot of quarterbacks. It's, you know, look at Alex Smith. He just came back into the league after having a horrific injury. He had to have how many surgeries on that leg? Yeah, that, and, that was just crazy. And he was he was lucky. Like, he it easily could have been – they almost had to amputate that leg. His career yep. could have been over. It could be over just in the blink of an eye if, you, if you're too much of a mobile quarterback. Well, and same with Dak Prescott. Yeah, like almost the same thing happened to him. I don't think it was as serious as Alex Smith's was, but I mean, it was still just as bad. Same kind of thing. I feel like you know the ankle just twists like that. Yeah, your feet uh, your feet are supposed to supposed to point forward, so if they're pointing backwards, not generally a good thing. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff down there that can get messed up. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of uh, a lot of very important stuff that down in your ankles. Um, so yeah, you watch the Packer games. The uh, Packers stomped out the Titans. That made me very happy. Um, I was also pretty happy to see that Packers defense is finally kind of, sort of starting to not suck as much as they have this entire season. Uh, they they held Derrick Henry to under a hundred yards, which you know doesn't sound that crazy, but when you're talking Derrick Henry, it's it's something. Right. I, I, when I watched that game, though, just looking at the Titans' offense, I mean, I don't know if it was as much the Packers' defense or them just scheming a just an awful game. I mean, I watched 
pretty much all of it and it seemed like it's snowy weather for one i don't know how windy it was but usually when it's snowy like that you teams tend to run a little bit more and you have derrick henry the best running back in the league so many times first down they try like a you know 10 15 yard pass and it's incomplete second down same thing incomplete then it's third down you're not gonna have derrick henry run 10 yards on the third down i mean you know he averages five yards a carry but still 10 is a lot so they just didn't utilize them the way i think they should have but yeah no that's that's definitely that was definitely a factor um i definitely think the snow had a big uh, big effect on that but because coming into this yeah. game I did not have high hopes for the Packers I, I thought the Titans were kind of uh, the perfect design team to be the ones to beat the Packers just because generally the Packers don't have a very good run defense and then uh, just their defense as a whole is you know outside of like Jair, Jair Alexander um, even the past defense isn't fantastic so I really thought that the Titans were going to at least make this a close one but yeah, it turned into a blowout. It got ugly real fast. Yeah. But kind of moving the opposite direction to not ugly, uh, Pittsburgh finally came back from their losing streak. Uh, they they actually had a comeback victory against Indianapolis. I don't know if you watched that yeah. game or saw the highlights. I, I did. I saw the highlights of that. I was pretty surprised. It looked like uh, it looked like Pittsburgh was the same as they'd looked the last few weeks, and just not being able to do anything on offense, and then. I don't know if it was just the Colts defense playing bad or what, but they were able to turn it on. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess good for them, but uh, the way that they still have played the last few games and yeah, it's definitely just, a worry. Yeah. They don't, uh, they don't seem like a playoff contender anymore. Like they'll probably lose first round of the playoffs, um, which is weird because earlier this year, they were the last unbeaten team. And now everybody's talking about them. Like they're not going to go anywhere. So, yeah. I also, uh, I also find it interesting that there's a lot of teams and uh, seeds, I guess that can change um, coming up next week. It usually seems like there is a decent amount every week, 17, you know, somebody's playing for something, but I mean, they don't even, we don't even have a number one seed in the NFC right now. Because if the Packers lose, the Saints take over the number one seed. So pretty much every the top three teams in the NFC, I think, has to play for something. Yeah, yeah. There's really nothing that is uh, really nothing set in stone yet. I mean, Except it, for the Chiefs, that's pretty much the well, only yeah. one. <laughs> that's the that's the Chiefs. They they don't play in like the the, the greatest division in the first place. No. Um, but uh, actually, we might as well bring up the worst division. Uh, who in, who do you think is going to win the NFC East at this point? I, I have no idea. I, I know because Dallas and uh, who who's the other contender? Washington's also, Washington's also in it. But I think I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles were still in it until they ended up losing. Yeah, the Eagles are out. The Eagles can't. Uh, they've eliminated themselves. So I know Dallas has won. I don't even remember who the other one is. It's crazy because at this point, is it physically possible for, let's just say whoever out of the NFC East were to find their way into the playoffs, like, uh, you know, the number Mm -hmm. one team, would it even be possible in some kind of theoretical universe for a team to get the last seed with a losing record? So a, such a bad losing record that even after playing all their games and winning, the Super Bowl that they could either have a 500 record or worse. Uh, I mean, with the games played uh, right now, 
it's so I I don't know if the Giants are still in it. Um, they are five and ten, and both the Dallas Cowboys and Washington are six and nine. So I don't know if any of those teams can lose and back into the playoffs, or it depends on who they play, I guess. But it may be possible. Because if they they would have to play four games to get to the Super Bowl, so no. Okay, I'm just like well, in a different universe. They would be 10 and 10, okay, I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm just like, what uh, is there like a universe somewhere where all of the NFC East teams lost a couple more games outside of the division, and then somehow by some odds, like Dallas, like they lost a few more games during the season, but they somehow clinched the NFC East, and then they rally together and they, they really push it and they make it all the way to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl with a losing record. Is that, is that theoretically possible? I mean, maybe I have no idea. That's a, <laughs> it seems like it might be with how terrible these teams have been. It's, but... It really does. It really does. Which I think would be just bonkers if you could win the Super Bowl and still have a losing record. What do they do? What do they do then in the draft? Like technically there's, all these teams that are better than that have better records than them. But then if they win the Super Bowl, do they, they not? I think they still get the last pick. If you win the Super Bowl, I think you still get the last pick in the oh, that draft. Would, that would kind of suck for them. Like, yeah, they got a Super Bowl, but your team is going to collapse the next year. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? Honestly, it's just been a very, very weird year for all of those teams. I mean, Carson Wentz had his major explosion in terms of how bad he's played. The Giants lost Saquon early. Cowboys lost Dak early. And Washington went through like six different quarterbacks. So, again, it's been a, just a crazy year. And I, I think the NFC East has kind of been the, the black hole of where everything kind of started. And <laughs> they just, they're getting the worst of it over there. You, mm-hmm. you almost feel bad for them, uh, except not the Cowboys because nobody ever feels bad for the Cowboys. Yep. Um, oh, also more news uh, about terrible teams. The Jets won again, so basically they that. just basically the, made it so that uh, Jacksonville, I think it is, Jacksonville uh, has the number one pick, the first yeah, overall so, pick. Yep. Yep. Trevor Lawrence is definitely going to Jacksonville. Yeah, it's almost. Does Trevor Lawrence want to go to Jacksonville, or should he stay in college another year? I think he wants to go to Jacksonville more than he wants to go to the Jets. Because I mean, these teams that get the first overall pick. They also um, are the hottest destination for coaches. So any of the coordinators or whatever that want to move up to a coaching spot, that's usually the top destination for them because they're going to get their own quarterback who is the first overall pick and they're going to get to get their guys in there and, you know, have Trevor Lawrence, you know, who's everyone's calling like a generational talent. Basically these teams kind of turn around overnight. I mean, Mahomes wasn't the first overall pick, but I don't think the Chiefs were anything special until he came along. No, the Chiefs were very average for uh, a long time. You know, they they would kind of, you know, they had they never had terrible terrible seasons, but they never had like anything anything to write home about until Mahomes came there. But yeah, I guess the the Jaguars they are kind of that kind of team where other than this year, they generally have been kind of a five hundred team. They, you know, they get a few wins, a few losses, but never really do anything. Was it two years ago? Maybe it's three years ago. I don't remember, but they were, uh, they played the Patriots, I think in the, was it the, what are they in the AFC? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, they played the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. They could have went to a Super Bowl. So they obviously have the pieces there to make a winning team if they just if they get a decent coach, they get a good you know quarterback to run the team, and then uh, you know a couple other lucky draft picks and maybe a couple free agents. Like they could be a contender within a year or two. Yeah, they could turn it around. But yeah, I did have that in my notes here that uh, the Browns lost to the Jets. Um, yeah, <laughs> just like the Browns. Browns thing possible. Yeah, the Browns finally have their first chance to make it to the playoffs, and they just yeah. lose to the Jets. <laughs> that actually hurt their playoff chances too. They could miss the playoffs because of that. Yep, yep. And uh, and then uh, yeah, there everybody. I I just saw before that game. I watched. I was watching pregame, and they were talking about how how many celebrity quarterbacks the Browns have taken before, and how they never worked out. Like they had uh, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, and then. The guy was like, I never thought that they would take another celebrity quarterback. And then they took, what's his face? Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're like, oh, and he's been making a huge difference. He's been playing so well. And then they lose to the Jets, uh, yeah, like well, maybe 10 minutes after I, he said that. I think uh, what's been helping them this year is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I mean, the, the, against the Jets, they were held, both of them were held to like, less than a hundred yards, maybe even less than 50 combined. But yeah, without those two guys producing, I think that really puts a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield. And I just don't think he's that great. No, again, again, he's a very middle of the road kind of guy. You know, if he went to the right scheme in the right scheme, he could probably succeed. I don't really know if the Browns have the right scheme for him. I don't know if anybody does or if he just does. playing in the wrong era if he needed to be somewhere in a different time who knows but mm-hmm. uh but yeah nick nick chubb has been carrying that team he's he's a hell of a running back kind of feel bad for him that he plays for such a shitty team i know um same here jared goff uh also injured uh rams so the rams now may not have a quarterback the game against seattle he broke his thumb i'm pretty sure they're fighting for the playoffs too they are fighting for the playoffs. They uh, they actually looked like they could be a, a decent contender. Like, yeah, they lost some uh, some some terrible games, but the Rams have been pretty good in recent years. So that is... am I wrong? Did they win a Super Bowl? I know they played in one. Yes, they did. Uh, they beat the Patriots. That's what I thought, and it was the most boring Super Bowl. It was like thirteen to six was yeah. the final score. Yeah, it was a punting contest. I remember that. It was a boring game the only thing good about it was that the patriots lost yep oh uh i thought this was pretty interesting so the situation over in miami i don't know if you've seen what's going on with the quarterback situation over there um i i know they benched fitzpatrick for tua and then recently didn't they just bench tua for fitzpatrick yeah and i guess now they're basically saying that they're okay with that plan. They're basically having a rotational quarterback situation, which if you've uh, ever seen a rotational quarterback play out, like usually that doesn't work for any team. That's what uh, Tampa did a few years ago. They had Winston and funnily enough, Fitzpatrick. And it was basically like one of them would have a great game. They'd play the next one, be okay. The third one would just, they would just throw like eight picks. They'd get benched. The other one would come in finish the game strong next week have a great game it was just crazy maybe it's fitzpatrick maybe that's just it might, it might just, be just a, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what's wrong with Fitzpatrick, but yeah, that's uh, so that's what's going on in Miami right now. They they somehow ended up ten and five, which for Miami is fantastic. They are not generally known as being a good team, at least not for a really long time. Which is weird because they were also the only team who has ever had a completely undefeated season. Yep, that was way you know way back in the Marino days though, so it doesn't count. Well, I think that was also when they didn't play sixteen games. Could be yeah, around, things were things were different at that point. Was it like fifteen games they played? I don't remember. I think so, but yeah, they're they're technically the only team that's ever gone completely undefeated. That's why everybody was comparing the Steelers to them this year originally, and obviously yeah. now that's not going to happen. So um, that's all the big news that I had. I don't know if you if you had any other big news that I missed or or games you watched that had something cool happen. I'm trying to think. I think we covered most of it. I mean, just kind of talking about possible playoff scenarios, but um, I mean, at, at this point, who knows pretty much every team has a chance. How about the bears though? I mean, they, in the last three weeks, they've scored what more than 30 points or something like that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, uh, I'm a little nervous for the Packers to face them this week. Cause they started out the season, like as a joke, like the bears were not good. And now, well, yeah, it's not like the Bears are out of the playoffs and have nothing to play for. They're playing to make the playoffs, and the Packers are playing to get the first round by. So, I mean, both teams have something to play for, so no starters are going to be sat, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to be – I mean, it always seems like whoever designs the schedules just knows how the season is going to end up. Because it always ends up the last game. The last game of the season is always like this huge divisional rivalry or the biggest game of the season, like for every team that's playing that week. Well, I know they do purposely schedule uh, divisional games uh, the last week of the season. Yeah, but it always, it could have been the Vikings, you know, we could have been playing the Vikings who are freaking have almost no chance, or it could have been the Lions who are done every year if they're about week three. And, But instead, it's the Bears who actually have a chance and actually have been playing really well that are going to play the Packers. So I don't know. They always seem to guess it perfectly. It's got to be rigged. There's no other. There's no other way. Rigged, rigged. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to do a quick plug though for uh, the upcoming. Uh, you, you're going to have your own day of the week with your dad. Uh, yeah, we haven't uh, set an actual day when we're going to record yet but the nhl season is going to be starting january 13th so within the next week or so we're definitely going to sit down and record that and hopefully get it out but we're in the first episode at least we're just going to kind of preview the season and just kind of get some background on both of us but it should be a weekly thing at least through the nhl season of just basically talking hockey mostly probably red wing stuff but general news from around the league as well so it should be fun. Nice. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be interesting. We can we'll have you guys doing your weekly NHL update, and then we'll have our usual weekly just normal sport or like general sports day because the NFL season won't be lasting too much longer. So we uh, we might have to do primarily esports, or we might just keep covering draft news. Or there's always something to cover in sports. We'll figure we'll figure out what we're gonna talk about, <laughs> or we'll just all get drunk and we'll just uh, we'll just talk about sports we like. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still have the we still have the playoffs and the Super Bowl yet for football, and then then there's obviously the draft not not too far after. But you know, we can just do general sports news. There's always somebody in the news. Somebody will do something dumb. 
yeah, there's there's always something to talk about. But yeah, the NHL thing should be pretty cool. So just keep your eyes out for that. But otherwise, appreciate everybody listening in. Um, as usual, you can follow us on Twitter and on our Gmail. You should already have all that information. So I won't repeat it because I usually forget our handles. Uh, otherwise, we do have the our gaming station or whatever you want to call it on YouTube that we still do. Right now, still two videos out because Noah's been a lazy pile of ass and hasn't hasn't edited the other video that we recorded the other day but we are going to record another one coming up this week uh what game are we playing again i don't remember you said something about splinter cell because or... it's not the simpsons no we were supposed to do splinter cell but noah's attention span is half an inch long so We'll figure it out. Um, but yes, keep an eye out there. Uh, that's Game Grave on YouTube. That's kind of our flagship. Uh, we're, we're probably going to start releasing all of our podcasts on YouTube just under that channel. Uh, that's going to be sometime in the future. So that's going to be our main channel. Keep an eye on it. But until next week, we will see you later. Bye. Bye.